It's time to get a little rough and rowdy, ladies and gentlemen. This is Total Spot Fest. We got bad, 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 dare I say, heelish show for you today. We have an interview with none other than Hoodie and Anaya the Howlets. We have Rampage Breakdown. Plus, what's up with Rampage? This is Total Spot Fest. Welcome to or welcome back to Total Spot Fest. I am JJ Brownlee. He is Jamie Faulkner. We got a very special episode for you guys today. So uh, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We do appreciate it. If you're checking us out on YouTube, as I always like to say, you can join the conversation down below by dropping a comment. While you're down there, you can punch that like button right in the face. And if you want to hear more, feel free to subscribe. Uh, you can holler at us on Twitter at Total Spot Fest. If you are listening, you want to join the conversation. And we have got a great show for you today. So uh, I think we got an interview. We teased about this last time. We're going to air in just a few moments the interview we did with one of our favorite tag teams. Probably the best heel tag team in the Midwest. Creators of our hashtag or inspiration behind our hashtag heel shit uh the howlets so we're gonna get to that in a minute jamie how was your weekend before we dive into everything though? very busy very very busy um did the pumpkin patch stuff did uh-huh. did softball stuff did soccer stuff um did shopping stuff because you know taking four girls shopping is is a fun adventure for anybody <laughs> I, I I feel your pain right there. So your the softball go year round. Um. Well, we're getting ready to come up on a break. Um. Because here in here in Kansas City we have seasons, so we are towards the tail end of fall ball, and then when that's done, Megan will probably have her school season actually officially ended on Friday, but then Audrey and Jessica still have their their stuff but then megan's club team picks up and their first tournament is this weekend <laughs> and they're they're gonna play one or two fall tournaments and then call it you know for the uh the winner and then we'll we'll pick up in january with, with the team but megan takes off the entire month of november uh just no softball no nothing and then it starts in december hitting it pretty hard with like hitting coach and going to agility and all that fun stuff she she gets after it pretty hard uh, at that point. Man, you want to get that so- you want to get that scholarship? Oh, damn, that's I, a, I, I mean that's, that's a lot of softball throughout the year. It I is, was like, it is. Yeah, oh, you know, four months out of the year. No, no, it's like the entire year. It's, it's, it's eleven months out of the year. <laughs> eleven months. Yeah, yep. Well, best of luck to them. I I didn't uh, I. I I didn't watch as much wrestling as I thought I was going to. Uh, I had planned on just like <clears throat> hunkering down, just digging into it because there was, you know, an impact pay per view over the weekend. Of course, you had Rampage and all that stuff. We'll talk about Rampage later. Uh, and you know, the GCW had two shows, and it was all in it. But you know, I, I had to, I had to pull, I had to pull, pull the brakes a little bit. I was just like, I watched the Impact show, and then I'm like, all right, let me just set back for. A Got caught up on some shows, watched some football, uh, yelled at my printer for a day and a half, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, then bought a new printer. But yeah, so well, good. Well, we are going to dive right into it. We're going to we're going to take you over. So we recorded this a, a little bit ago uh, with uh, Hoodie Howlett and Anaya. 
Uh, you can definitely see them coming up on the 29th of this month. Uh, Dirty Pro's next show, The Freaks Come Out, and I, we're already talking about costumes. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We have a couple we're, ideas. We're, we're, we have a couple ideas, and Jamie, Jamie is definitely, because he's like, scary movie, scary season, Halloween, 100%. JJ's like, yeah, it's cool, but I don't like to put the effort in. You know, I'm I'm a Christmas guy, you know? So it's like, yeah, we're, this is my we're Christmas. trying to find that happy medium. This what? is my Christmas. I I understand that, so I know. So uh, we 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 got some we got some irons in the fire. We're gonna get we're gonna we're gonna figure out something. We hope to see you there. Tickets are still available. FYI, JourneyProKC.com. Go check them out. Get yourself a ticket if you haven't already. It is Friday the 29th at 7 p.m. in the West Bottoms at Blip Coffee Roasters. Great time. Should be not swelteringly hot, of course. That's yeah. the biggest thing. It's gonna be it's actually gonna be really nice, honest to God. So. All right, let's let's get right to it. So we're gonna we're gonna pass you over. Uh, Jamie and I are gonna hang out here for a second, and we're gonna go over uh, rampage and a couple other things when we get back. So here's the howlets. Hi guys, thank you for joining us here. We are uh, visited by one of our favorite tag teams, uh, the, the the men who have inspired us to begin and spread hashtag heel shit around Kansas City and the world. The Howlets, Hoodie Howlet, Anaya. Thank you so guys for joining us. Howlets in this bitch. Yeah, I haven't even finished Howlet? the first one. Howlets <laughs> <laughs> in this Wait, bitch. Tuesday night. It's Monday. It's, it, it, it's, it's Beer 30. Who gives a fuck, right? So, How y'all doing, well, man? It's good to be here. We- it's good to have you. We we are we are doing great, man. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna talk to the house a little bit here. They're gonna they're gonna probably shoot on us, shoot on a little bit everybody. But uh, um, yeah. So thank you guys. For... <clears throat> yeah. So so Jamie, I know you wanted to kind of kick right into it. So I'll let you start. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first off, guys, thank you so much for being here. Really, really appreciate it. Um, we love you. We we love the heel shit. For sure. Even though Jamie like, can't spell your last name half the time. You know what? <laughs> Beer might have something to do with that. That's all I got to say. Now you're speaking our language. So speaking of your name, Howlitz, I was very, very curious. How did you guys come up with that? I know you guys had it back in the NWL days, but I was wondering how you came up with it. Yeah, uh, our original tag team was called the Left Coast Gorillas, and we ran with that for a few years. And like you said, uh, once we went into the NWL, they they changed everybody's names. They kind of had everybody like do away with their indie names or whatever you want to say. And then they kind of gave everybody like new. They new wanted characters. to make it their own thing. Yeah, they wanted to make it their own their own mm-hmm. shit that they could own. And, and then, they kind of they kind of came to us and were like hey come up with some things and then pitch it to us and yeah and we're both like huge you know comic book marvel fans i was actually reading uh origins sorry my dog is an asshole i was actually (laughs) reading uh i was reading uh wolverine origins at the time like right around that time that uh they like you know came to us with that and i kind of hit him up yeah i got uncle logan there in the background um I, I hit I hit him up and I was just like, "Hey man, what do you think of the Howlets? Like, we're it was a yeah, it was like kind of an immediate like hell yeah, yeah. It just kind of fit like with everything that we wanted to do with the characters and except for the names that we got. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> our 
our original names in NWL because the other the like other side of that was they we we told them what we wanted the characters to be and then they kind of came back to us with what they wanted the characters to be and they had this idea to kind of make us like you know the basically the twins the from twins Breaking from Bad. Breaking Bad, yeah. Um, oh. So they gave us the names Marco and Lionel Howlett. Lionel. <laughs> they let us. They let us keep. Like they let us keep Howlett, but they gave us these dog shit ass first names. <laughs> but after after NWL ended, we just you know we just it, it was a big just, decision too yeah. because there's already God. Mm-hmm. God was a big deal. We we when we were doing our ROH runs, we kind of like ran into that problem of being the gorillas while God was there. So right, and we were mm-hmm. like, well, maybe we should just kind of. Yeah, switch it to the Hallets and like still have that like we can still go because we still go by the Gorillas. A lot of people, a lot of people know us as the Gorillas. So yeah, how long did you guys go by the Gorillas for before switching over to the Hallets? Yeah, four or five four years. Four or five years. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. We just recently like decided to like before like not too long ago. Yeah, it was like a year it was, ago. Like, right, like yeah, it was about a year ago. Yeah. We pretty much decided that we weren't going to be the Gorillas because we would like go to like. You know, our hometown in Denver, like, people obviously knew us there as the gorillas. So anytime we would go there, we would be the gorillas. But then we would do stuff in KC or, you know, St. Louis or whatever. They knew us as the Howlets. So it was, like, kind of confusing. And so now we just kind of, like, fuck it. Let's just be the Howlets. Just, just yeah. go all in. fucking Hallets. <laughs> Which I'm very, very happy you guys said that you want the the comic book way because I'm like, oh man, like because and I you put that thing on Twitter like name this move. I'm like, oh shit, it's the Weapon X drop all day. Oh, like that is like the that. perfect name. I like that. Yeah, that is. Yeah, it was actually like my first like thought of the name of it. Yeah, it's funny like. I thought when when I came up with it, I thought like, okay, like comic book fans will actually get it, but like, I still feel like it's one of those names that maybe like people are just like, oh, it's their fucking last yeah. name, you know? But then like, <laughs> I feel like I feel like within like a year of us calling ourselves the Howlets, that movie Logan came out, and then like they're calling them the Howlets the whole fucking movie, and I was like, great, like now everybody we thinks we're gonna like steal it from this movie. Here we are, right? But whatever. Like not from the source. But we don't give a fuck. That's right. <laughs> fuck them. Yeah. I mean, the that was bitch. that was the only good Wolverine movie, it's in my good. opinion. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Uh, that's true. We don't uh, talk about origins. No, nobody <laughs> talks about origins. We 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 omit quite a lot of uh, of comic movies, as you can tell, because I'm I'm more of a DC man myself, no. so I don't talk okay, about a lot of movies. Uh, Is there a way to like <laughs> cut you out of this? <laughs> <laughs> He's not gonna cut. He's not going to cut you out for a bit. <laughs> I'm the editing, so, so I might cut you out of it. Just have hoodie on here. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <clears throat> no, I, I, my favorite, honestly, my favorite uh, Marvel always was Punisher. I mean, I love the oh, old right. school Punisher, you know, original, you know, just ridiculous of skull, white pants. And then Warzone came out when I was like in high school and stuff. And it was like, yeah. fuck yes. And so I went from there. I liked Spider-Man and Venom a lot. And I got the Venom shirt on. Love Venom. Um, you know, but I didn't, I didn't dive too much beyond that. X-Men I got into a a bit. Um, you know, Days of Future Past is still one of my favorite comic books arcs ever. But Fantastic, Fantastic Four is never really my stuff. I was always more into Batman, Green Lantern, you know. Nice. Hell yeah. 
that's yeah. I can go. I can go on. Yes, Jamie. I can go on a whole another side with that. All their movies were terrible. I mean, Ryan all... Reynolds totally atoned for it, though. Deadpool. Oh yeah, amazing. oh yeah, he, he made it. For he it. Did. I'm excited to see what they do with Batman. In a Marvel movie. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah, Marvel movies better. Yeah, good comic stuff. So besides comic books, I mean, what else are you guys like really into? I know that a hoodie on your last match that you had, uh, you had the whole strange music uh, um, entrance there, and. Yeah. Uh, are you guys like really big in the uh, music, or are you big movie guys? I mean, what else are you guys trying to do outside of wrestling? Big, big hip hop fans, big, big movie dogs over here. Yeah, yeah, definitely classic hip hop. Yeah, the oldies, you know. Yeah, I think I feel like kind of music drives like a lot of what we do outside and inside of the ring. Not just like, you know, everybody can say that, but like we're basically listening to music twenty four hours a day, especially when wrestling is involved like we have you know anytime that we went on the road like we had specific songs that we absolutely had to hit like every time we're on the road playlists we would listen to yeah so music is definitely like a huge driving force for us for sure part of our part of our thing for sure so fun fun fact about you guys um the first time i i actually saw you hoodie in journey pro i heard you come out to el chapo uh, and and I, you, you guys still come out to it now. I'm like, oh, oh shit. Yeah. And like, it automatically went on my playlist. And then at the time, my four year old daughter was sitting in the back, like, just hearing it. And it ended up becoming her absolute favorite song. Hell just, yeah. Awesome. yeah, it was so good. Like, <laughs> it literally is because I heard you guys, like, God, I haven't heard this song in a hot minute. This song's so good. Yeah. And it's 100% because of you guys. Yeah. So my, my now six year old daughter's still favorite song is El Chapo. That song, nice. that song, like hits different. Like it really like gets people. Actually, he he was using it before because yeah, I I was out he, here. He moved out like from he moved from Denver like two three years ago, and I did like a singles run in in Colorado on my own. So I was kind of yeah finding myself with that music. And so. I and I was I went and like visited Denver just to like say what's up, and I went to like one of his shows, and he came out to that song, and I was like, holy shit, like. That works. Like, we, we did, need to come out to that song. We did. We did have like uh, one of his buddies had a was in a band and like made a song for us for yeah. the Left Coast Gorillas. So we actually had our own like oh. actual music that we would come out to yeah. also. That's cool. But then it just kind of t- turned into El Chapo was the yeah. That's the, that's the bop. And that's the song like of the Howlets. Like that's the Howlet song yeah. is the El mm-hmm. Chapo song for sure. Right. Yeah. That that song is ridiculous. Like it is is so good. That trumpet. Oh. Well, there's something to be said about having that signature bit hit, you know, yeah. beat too. Yeah. You know, it's, oh yeah. The second you hear it, you're like that, yeah. like first, like the first thing you hear, you know what's coming. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. It's literally to your point, Anaya. Like as soon as you hear it, the the trumpet, like shit's yeah. about to go down. And like literally, like this used to be a thing, like in the locker room, like in Denver, when with like they would they would play our music and we would just start like rioting yeah <laughs> even like not, like before like, the shows like, like whatever was happening they're like queuing up the music whatever we hear our music we just like find the first person and beat the shit out of them. yeah there was always like a couple trainees <laughs> a couple trainees that i would find and just like start gorilla beating the shit out of them hell yeah <laughs> have you ever have you have you brought that that aspect over to journey pro yet because i know uh, Dallas not quite yet well, not yeah. yet not yet <laughs> okay. that was in our wilder years yeah. i'd say oh, okay <laughs> 
I do remember uh, we we had Dallas Cade on uh, a, a few weeks back, actually, and he told oh, yeah. uh, a nice story about you, Hoodie. Uh, he referred oh. to you as his, as his wrestling mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he 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 likes to say that a lot. I don't know how I got mom. And I'm not even sure who's dad. I think it's a wrestling is. thing because everyone calls us mom from Denver too. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why I'm mom, but whatever. I mean, I'll still whoop his ass. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, I'll whoop his ass. <laughs> they, they try to make it less intimidating, like yeah. calling us mom. Yeah, that's probably what it is. So. Let's go back to music for just a hot second because you guys love the hip hop um, and it just makes me happy. Um, what do you think is the best album like of all time? Oh, Jesus. Of all I time? Throwing it like, out there. Best yeah, hip hop album. Wait, if you want to go do, by decade, we, 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 like we, we have a lot of conversations about like top things and we can never like decide yeah. on like a of the one and only. We always like break it down into like a five. Yeah, man. I okay. so I, I I mean, I, I yeah. I, there, there's like a million that are running through. I mean, like honestly, like Good Kid, Mad City. I think is probably the best. Like, that's probably like one of the most complete front to back hip hop albums I've ever heard in my life. So that one like always comes into my mind for the you know, top 10, top five conversation. But I mean, dude, it, yeah, I mean, All Eyes on Me probably is in oh, the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wu-Tang 36 Chambers is in the conversation. Oh, oh, uh, yes. I mean, fuck. Mm. <laughs> yeah, like, I, there's, a, there's a million of them, honestly. I like, pers- I've always been a big fan. That's a question, you asked. <laughs> that's, that's, an impo- that's an impossible question. Jamie's jumping the gun there a little oh, bit. Uh, we- we got more on that topic. <laughs> we're drinking beer I mean, over here. What are you doing? <laughs> like, come on, man. They're only, they're only like two beers That's in, dude. Question. Seriously. That is a whiskey question. That's something I got to think about. <laughs> so are so, you guys in Kansas City right now? Are you guys out in Denver? Or? Yeah, we're in yeah, KC. Yeah, yeah so okay, he cool. moved He moved like two or three years ago, and then I just recently moved like uh, about know, five or six months ago. Yep. Oh, okay. Cool. So that's why you've been seeing more of me now. Right. And I know I saw you recently. You uh, and I, you fought uh, back in Denver. You fought against Effie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Which was a great match. And it's available for free online, which I was like, holy shit. You know, yeah, yeah. YouTube. All of uh, all of the Triple L stuff goes directly online. There's no... We we want you to come to the show rather than like watch it on... We don't right. care if you see it online. It's a, yeah. it's a, it's a cool experience. If you ever get a chance to drive down to Denver and see a Triple L show, it's a, it's a well cool worth thing. it. Oh, I was, I was telling Jamie, I explained to Jamie the setup for it. I was like, oh, yeah. this is a fucking it's great a, it's promotion. It's like man. one of the like, it's one of the best places yeah. we work yeah. for sure. It's like literally one of the only places we work in Denver right now. Oh, okay. And we and we started in Denver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, one of the questions I have is going back to wrestling a little bit um you know you guys have been around for a little bit as you know left coast gorillas and everything who do you think you've had maybe the greatest matches with like they just got the best out of you dude i just watched i just watched our match with the handicap heroes with zach allen and, and and uh uh gregory iron yeah that for whatever reason that match always like is a sleeper for me. Yeah. I, I I never remember that we had that match, but then match. when I remember it, 
That's one of our best matches ever was against handicap heroes yeah. for sure. Zach Allen and, and Gregory Iron. Yeah, that and match was incredible. It was at Triple L too, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Unfortunately, we only got to work them that once. Yeah. But like for like an extended feud or whatever you want to call it, like obviously like the Regal twins are guys that like pushed us yeah. and we pushed we pushed them and I think we both kind of came into NWL with the same like mentality of yeah. like we're gonna steal the fucking show. Like I don't you can put me in there with like Jobber X and Jobber Y, but I'm still gonna fuck this show up. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> and we both like met each other right at like all four of us met each other right at that time and yeah. we saw each other coming from a mile away and we were like, okay, we're gonna tear the house down with these dudes. And we did. And that that feud like, you know, Honestly, I feel like that shit would still work right now. Like you oh, could, you could call the oh, Regal yeah. Twins and put them in a building, and then call the Howlets and put them in a building, and we're gonna tear the shit down for sure. Yeah, and they're with New Japan Strong right now, right? Is yeah, that correct? yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, because yeah, but... I remember seeing them going against you guys at one of the NWL shows. That was awesome. You guys had a couple of them, I think. Yeah, actually, now I remember. And, and then I know that they had quite a few matches with them. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, and then we, did, and then we did a best of three with them. We did a, yeah, that's a tornado. Oh. We did a table, and then a ladder match. Yep. Yeah, I think we missed match. one of them. I can't remember. I think it's probably the ladder match. How I'm fucking sorry. dare you? <laughs> right, right. I, I blame him. They're not that big of a buying tickets. I blame him completely. <laughs> <laughs> Another team that we definitely, I feel like, has we have that chemistry with is the mm. besties in the world too. Fuck you, Vega. Yeah, we. I mean, <laughs> those those two guys kind of the same mentality. Like, you always you always work really well with guys that like want to go out every match and steal the show. And like that was our mentality the whole time. It's still our mentality. And I know that the, that's what those guys try to do every time too. So it's like you're you're always gonna have magic with guys that give a fuck that much. You know. Fuck me. Okay. All right, so oh, keep it on that level real fast here. What are some guys that you, you like to work with that are kind of around around the scene now that you think, hey, that'd be cool. It's, it's like got your eye on, like, that'd be a great match I'd, I'd like to do. Um, <laughs> go ahead, we, we, we've been trying to make it happen for a while. Uh, Royce and his partner, Dr- uh, Drell. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, the, West Coast Wrecking crew. crew, yeah. Uh, we're we're good friends with well we're good friends with Royce so we've been trying to make that tag team match happen but there's a team kind of on the on the there's a team in the Midwest called the Premier that we want to wrestle pretty bad oh I think you guys are um, the Premier, the Premier. who are they <laughs> <laughs> definitely want to wrestle that fucking the the one they call Soup is it the tall one yeah oh, I want to whoop his ass for sure asshole. um. You know, and on like a bigger, like you know, a bigger scale, like obviously, like top tag teams in the world right now, guys like FTR and guys for sure, LAX, yeah. shit like that. Like obviously, LAX, well, oh, fuck man, I can't keep up with all this shit. <laughs> There's like four variants of LAX. <laughs> <laughs> I it's like yeah. the different timelines, man. Like, Wait, yeah, what? Yeah, Diamante? Hold on a second. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like yeah. I can't remember my name half the time. <laughs> So, uh, I, I do want to ask this. Now, are there any up-and-comers that you're like, man, like, these guys are going to be big someday, and I want to wrestle them before they get big so I can say I beat the shit out of them? Any up-and-comers? 
like in Kansas City or just in general? Either. You're like, general. Yeah. I I mean, I was specifically told to bury them, but I yeah. honestly feel like the premiere is going to be that's yeah. They're going to be Definitely. a big deal at some point. They're both they're like young guys. They like uh, I, are they all the premiere? There's like four of them, right? Yeah, it's it's Yeah. So they're like they're like young dudes. They're fucking really athletic. They work really. I don't, brother. I don't know. All I know is that there's like four of them, or a handful. They're all assholes. (laughs) (laughs) Those guys are gonna be. Those guys are gonna be good for sure. And I think. uh, I think if we're. We're definitely gonna make that happen. Yeah, I think if they get in there with us, you know, we we have a certain kind of style. We have kind of a, you know, hard nose. We're gonna. I mean, you're going to get into a fight when you're in the ring with us, and I think that that's, that's something that, you know, not even speaking for them, I know that if they were here, they would say the same thing. The Regal Twins, like, benefited greatly from being in the ring with us was they got that physicality. They, right. they kind of were able to add that style to their game, and I feel like that that's something that we could add to the premiere, and I think those guys, uh, you know, sky's the limit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, you got to talk about, you know, kind of like just the street fight mentality. I mean, the match at the last Journey Pro show against uh, Gary J and uh, Christian Rose was so damn good. So damn good. Uh, I don't know why you started climbing the fence. I'm not gonna, not gonna lie. We were trying to escape the goddamn cage. cage. You didn't understand the match. Which one of the highest part of the fence? I don't know. Well, I, I, I thought it's known that ever wrestlers can't climb fences. I thought this was a known thing. First of all, I'm a Mexican. What are you talking? About? <laughs> First of all, <laughs> we were we were. <laughs> oh, nobody even canceled for that. Well, you, what, you didn't all, start digging a tunnel. No, I mean, shit. Word. I forgot. First of all, <laughs> we were involved in a fight. Okay, there that mm-hmm. was a fight. Mm-hmm. You know it. We know it. Everybody that was there oh, knows yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And when you're in a fight, you f- go back to your instincts. You think instinctually. We were fighting. We turned around, and there was a fucking cage there. <laughs> we're pro wrestlers. We climbed that fucking cage. Climbed it. Now. We forgot we're scared of heights. <laughs> that is one thing we probably should have thought about. Because that fight we didn't get, we didn't get like four feet up that motherfucker before <laughs> he started screaming at me about being afraid. He was stuck. I was stuck. He was stuck. Oh, uh, so good. Oh, uh, but I mean, it's so great, especially to be on a ball field like that was. Oh great. Yeah. yeah, it was crazy. Oh, I mean. Loved it, loved it. Of course, you guys got the win here. The washing so. machine was real nice after that one. Yeah. <laughs> I know. The dust right. shower. The dust bowl. That was the Should dust I, bowl. I think I still got dust in my shoes from that. Yeah, night. it was a dusty one. I didn't even wrestle. <laughs> right. uh, Jamie, do you want to dive into some uh, possible games here? Do you got another yes. question? Yes, yes. Right, so um, we do this thing where Jamie and I started this up, and you know we got bored one night, so we started doing these impossible games. Oh, you say uh, impossible? I've been drinking. Okay, so improbable. how impossible are we talking? About? No, not impossible. Well, Jamie, Jamie, improbable? Jamie explain. Im- yeah, improbable. You know, so give you scenarios where you gotta make make a choice, and it's almost like an impossible choice. You know, that was the oh, idea. Impossible. Okay. So, so okay, Jamie, why don't you kind of no? I'm gonna, gonna fucking win this. You just fucking I'm gonna win the game. <laughs> I right, see if you right. win. Jamie's gonna start it. All right. So we have this variation of FMK that we play. <clears throat> we call it feud, faction, or fire. Hmm. So 
you you pick somebody to feud with, to faction with, or you just want them away from you, gone forever, like Thanos, if you will. So with you guys being heels, I felt we should do a face edition. So you have to pick some faces. Interesting. All right. So we'll start off. We'll give you a softball here in Kylie Ray, like the ultimate face of all time. Okay. Wait, let me, he's got to give it all three choices. Yeah, first. Yes. idiot. You oh. have to pick between the three. <laughs> I already picked it. <clears throat> he's been drinking. Um, and a good friend of yours, <laughs> Dak Draper, like yes. his super face. And then Byron. one of your protégés in Dallas Cade. Oh, Dallas is getting fired oh, for Dallas sure. Is- <laughs> <laughs> Dallas is for sure getting fired. Time to hit community college, Dallas. You know what? I would fucking... I would want a faction with Dak Draper. I I have wrestled Dak Draper so many fucking times, and he's always like on the opposite end of the ring with me. We've had so many feuds, and like there's always just like a problem. I would love to f- have a faction with Dak Draper, and I would love to feud with Kylie Ray. Yeah, oh, there that'd be great. Somebody Dallas and Dallas is fired. <laughs> Dallas is living in his fucking car for sure. <laughs> oh, you, you you feuding with Kylie Ray would be uh, the be greatest awesome. thing of all time. Fuck yeah, that'd be awesome. That that would be that'd be fantastic TV. I don't care what TV it's on. That'd be, <laughs> that'd be yeah, that'd be great. All right, so that's the first one we do. Jamie, do you want to answer your own question there, too? Since you oh, didn't... on that one, actually, I'm f- actually exactly aligned. I, I hate to say that. Like, out of those three, I would so want to faction with Dak. Dak's just, one, he's, like, <clears throat> the coolest dude. Like, he always remembers a face, which is, like, weird mm-hmm. to me. And he's super nice. <laughs> Kylie Ray is super cool, but it would be fun to wrestle her because she is so damn good at wrestling. Yeah. She is just phenomenal. And then Dallas, I'm sorry. It's just... <laughs> Love them. The X. I guess I did. We did have a faction with Dak, but it was very brief. We did, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. It was in the NWL, right? It was very brief. Didn't he like right when he was right when they were about to turn him face? Was when he kind of joined the faction. He actually turned face on us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah, I do remember. Actually, I remember that now. Yeah. Huh. Dak's appreciation, man. It was, it, was, it, was, it was like a one-month faction, right? Yeah. yeah. It was like, yeah, yeah. I'm joining you the next month. Hey, I'm face now. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the other variant that we do is the uh, the, the Desert Island game. So uh, you both admitted to being huge uh, music fanatics, uh, hip-hop specifically, but you know, huge music fans. So you're on a desert island, and you're giving – I'm going to give you the choice of two albums. You get to listen to one album. We'll be playing on – uh, radio on repeat every day, all day, every day for the entire year. So one album's played all year long, and yeah. then you get you get to listen to a second album one time through once a year. Okay. What are those two albums? So we pick them. You're not picking them. No, this is, I'm asking you. What would you guys choose? And you can choose individually here. Yeah. What would be your one album you'd have played on repeat 24-7 for the rest of your yeah, life? I'm looking at my albums right now. All right. <laughs> my once my once a year, and only because I feel like it would just, like, if I only got to hear this once a fucking year, I feel like it would just, like, mean that more to, that much more to me. Mm-hmm. Purple Rain, fucking Prince. Ooh. Fuck yes. My, I think my once a year would be Thriller. Okay. I mean, 
Okay. For sure. Yeah, those are pretty interchangeable. As far as my... On repeat? I don't know if I want to do that to any of my music, though. No, there's got it. I know that I've got one that's like never gets old. Put mm. on an island by yourself. I mean, it's not like it's like. You gotta like, whack it. Hold too. on, tell me. <laughs> tell me. <laughs> tell me the circumstances of this record being played. Is it just is it constantly on, or is it anytime um, I want to listen to music? Nope. It's on That's repeat. It's on now. It's not, this is not like a. This is not like a uh, like you know hundred square foot island with just a beach. Okay, so you can right. you can go to cave and hide. You can from move it. around. Right. It's not like yeah. I'm fucking right next. Right. To there's a, there's a little creek in the river and some animals yeah. and shit. But but the, the music is playing all on right. this all I day. I got mine. You don't have yours. This is hard. I think mine's it's late registration. Game. Kanye My West. Ah. Hmm. You big Kanye song. guy? Uh, I mean, yeah, I think the dude's a, dude's a fucking Before genius. I'm definitely like, I'm definitely a bigger old school Kanye fan than I am a new school Kanye mm-hmm. fan, but I'm also not like a dick about it. Like, he's a genius. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. Mine? Late registration. Mine, maybe. I mean, I'm I'm a little younger than you, so mine might be like Carter 3. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Carter 3. That's good. That's fair. <laughs> All excellent choices, to be oh, honest yeah. with you. There, Word. since I did the game, I'll give you what my choices were on that too. I'm, yeah. I'm more of a, I'm more of a, a punk metal ra- uh, rock guy. So my all day, every day was the album that I've listened to more than any album that I own. I had to buy the CD three times, which Dallas found funny because I said the CD, which I told him to go fuck himself. <laughs> yeah, go um, fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah, Dallas, Dallas like go that. fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it Dallas was. Uh, paid, fuck you. <laughs> See, you're not that young. Shut up. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's a uh, Raging the Machine one, self-titled. Oh uh, yeah, it's a great yeah. album. Far, my mm-hmm. And then my once a year would be Led Zeppelin four. Cool. So what about what about you? Check what you have. My once a year, I, I I want a little bit more fun with it. I also want <clears throat> rock on this one. I want Steel Panther, Feel the Steel, because oh, I absolutely love it because it cracks my shit up. And it's like <laughs> I think I need once a year a good laugh. You All know, right. a song about Asian hookers just just gets me. Okay. Cool. Have you have you listened to that album before? No, I don't think I'm familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Do yourself a favor and probably not listen to it. Okay. Um, no, it's it's all right. Um, and then my my every day. What was that? Uh, it was Pink Floyd. Uh, it was uh, Pink Floyd. Had, uh, uh, Dark you, side you, of the not moon. the wall. Yeah, you, Dark you, side of the moon. Yeah, you didn't want to do the wall. You didn't want to do dark side. That's. Mm. Right. Good, easy listening. You can always listen to that thing. The whole album's perfect. Yeah. Jamie's assuming he's on an island with uh, mushrooms, apparently. So. Yeah. I mean, I'll probably be able to grow shit there, so, you know. <laughs> it is what it is. All right. Well, we don't want to thank you guys for your time here. I want to give you time to promote the shit out of yourselves. So, yeah. uh, promote yourself, what you got going, what you want to promote. Plug City, go for it. Hey, man, uh, I don't know. Check us out at Journey Pro. Check us out at uh, St. Louis Anarchy. We'll be at St. Louis Anarchy this month. Check us out at Triple L if you're in Denver. Lucha Lucha Libre and Laughs. There's a lot of things in the works. Yeah, we got some new T-shirts coming out. Uh, So be on the lookout for those. We're kind of like right in the middle of our like revamp. So yeah, we got some new uh, got some new cool shit. Follow us on Instagram. 
Twitter, Twitter, Instagram. Brother's a big Twitter guy. He's Twitter. wild card. He's twittering all the fucking time. <laughs> I have to. I've had to learn how to be a be a Twitter dog. Well, your 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 handle alone is well worth it. I mean, the whole like last match Odie Howard. I love that. Yeah. I love that for those who are in the know. Yeah, which. Yeah. Which, by the way, before we go, I have to give you mad props about that because I don't get got very often, and yeah. you totally got me on that one because, like, yeah, you totally you had this swan song and everything, yeah. and then you're like, oh, fuck you guys, I'm never leaving. I'm like, oh, yeah. my God, I love this you're guy. Goddamn like, right, I'm going to die in that shit. <laughs> yeah, it was so leaving. good. <laughs> it was so perfect. Good. I love it. It was so good. I have to give you mad props for that. That All was right. awesome. Well, check it out. I, I should, if you're watching the video here on YouTube, you should see their 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 Twitter handles and Instagram down below there. So please check them out. Visit local wrestling. Support your local wrestling. Goddammit! If you're in Denver, yes. check out uh, the Triple L. Uh, Journey Pro. We talk about all the we time. We don't give a fuck. <laughs> or don't. Yeah. Or fuck yourself with a rake. Who cares, right? Yeah. I mean, go hey. fuck off somewhere. We told you we were gonna say fuck a lot. Yeah. You did not disappoint. It makes me feel at home. All right. Well, we want to thank you guys here. We're going to get back to the rest of our program, let you guys go enjoy a few more beers. Guys, we'll be seeing you at Journey Pro. Take care. Cheers, fellas. That was our time with the Howlets. It was amazing. It was so good. God, I love those guys. Yes. And uh, just good, good, great time. Uh, like we said, uh, get your get your hashtag heel shit shirt, soulspotfest.com. Go to the merch table. That's what inspired it. Uh, we we will we will definitely be posting a lot more heel shit. I think we need to like maybe coming up here for the month of November because this is spooky season for you. I know, right? Yes, it is for the month of November. I think we need to start just doing a heel shit, you know, random heel shit of the day or of the week thing. Just start putting up. Shit. I'm actually invite that from all you out there. Tweet us your favorite heel moments. Give us give us clips, videos, gifts, memories of a of a match which is the most heel shit ever. It doesn't have to be a wrestling thing. Somebody doing something dirty at Starbucks. Hashtag heel shit. Let's see it. I want to I want to get this trend. I mean, I mean, we all know my affinity towards heel shit. So you just you just be making my heart so happy. So it, yeah, yeah. Bring, bring the heel shit. How how about you know Jeremy Wyatt not doing a goddamn lion tamer? That's some heel shit. How about me not asking, not asking the Howlets to do a do a lion tamer? That's some heel shit. That was that was that was unexpected heel shit. Uh, and since you brought up Jeremy Wyatt, let me turn it back around because not only did he not do a lion tamer, and and finally kind of call you out a little bit. Not really. You had all our shows of secret shows. He gave a little bit of eh, but not not the full fuck you to Jamie that we were looking for. Uh, he tweeted out earlier yesterday because his match was announced. We'll talk about Journey Pro in a second here because Jamie wants to go over there some matches that got announced. Mm-hmm. But he tweeted out, dude, I don't know if he saw us or not. He tweeted out that he's going to come uh, in cosplay dressed up as Brett the Hitman Hart and do a sharpshooter since it is uh, to get the win since it is the Halloween show. I immediately was like, where's Jamie's response to want to dress up like Chris Jericho and do a lion tamer? Oh, oh, you mean you mean the one that I, I'm getting ready to send because I just saw that? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, you had to have seen that. You had to I have just, seen I that because it, yeah. <laughs> well, well, uh, Check out the Howlets whenever you can. Please follow them online. They are they are 
great on Twitter. Uh, they have an Instagram as well, but if you're ever in Denver, also the Lucha Libre and Labs is a great promotion. I've, I've, I saw the, the Anaya, the Anaya match versus Effie, like I made mention of, they have that for free online. I started following more of their stuff. It's really, it's really good. Uh, our good friend Heidi Howitzer, uh, now a champion uh, for Triple L. Uh, she won a triple threat match this past time. I can't remember who it was, but it's both two other women that I we definitely know. Uh, I'm just getting everything confused now. But it, it's a cool promotion if you're in the Denver area. Give them a give them a, a look. See, it's a really great idea too. Honest to God, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, give them a follow online. So please check them out. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about some Journey Pro stuff because they did release some card information over. Since Walter got back from his vacay. Yes, yes, they definitely did. And the first match they announced was, I think, going to be an absolute banger. Excuse me. Everett Connors versus Vinny Pacifico. And for those who don't know Vinny Pacifico, he is well-known on the indie circuit. He has been in a lot of different places. I've seen him in MLW. He's done um, a few others. What am I missing? What's his big one? Was it? Is it Mid-South? I think so. Yeah. Mid-South. He, uh, this is, he is making his Journey Pro debut against one Everett Connors. New South. New South. New Thank South. you. Thank you. New South. Yeah, Mid South was uh, back in the eighties. Yeah, sorry, New South. Um, <laughs> Mid South, that'd be funny. The second match announced is the I'm already calling it the future Journey Pro champion Kenny Alfonso going against the artist formerly known as Letterman. Oh, it's a, you'd have oh, sorry, two. Yes, There you go. KLD, he's going by KLD, uh, which is ironic. We were talking about this, and we think he only went by Letterman in NWL. Like that was it. But I just, we just know it not because he said it like after every move, and it pissed off a uh, young boy Nick. If everybody remembers who, we, oh man, know. it got it was his. I'm not your buddy guy for sure. So we'll get to see him um, making his um, debut. You know. This year, in ring, in ring journey pro day, yeah. Uh, he will have Greg Jovi, um, who's amazing heel actually. But then they did announce a championship match. Why, yes, 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 they did. And it is Jeremy Wyatt going against pure wrestling rules master CMD. And for those who don't know what CMD is, that's Cabana Man Dan of new south wrestling i mean this match is going to be 60 minutes of whoa technical just what the fuckery <laughs> i might get a line tamer out of this because um cabana man dan does a variation he doesn't right, think he doesn't need, get his need... high angle maybe if i yell at him enough he might do one I, I think you need to present that to him tweet that out to him in a way that hey i'll be I've been trying to get this guy to do a lion tamer for a couple years now, and he shuns me. It'd be it'd be serendipitous if you were to do one on him. Just say, yeah. I think you need to come at it with that angle. That's my that's my advice there. I mean, that's solid. That's definitely solid. Um, 
also um i don't know if you saw this but for the st louis anarchy show that's coming up um mm-hmm. Warhorse is going to be there. He's going to go against Cody yeah. Lane. So that that show looks like it's going to be pretty damn good. Um, yeah, yeah. It's it's actually over on the Illinois side. Yeah, they've been doing um the same place they did when they they've done all their shows at that place over in uh, Alton, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's uh, Granite City. Granite City. Yeah. Close enough. I get I get all this little I get all the little towns mixed up over there. If it's not if it's not Diamond Cabaret, who cares? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. What's that? <laughs> Diamond Cabaret is like it, it is it's a, it's a it's a strip club that is probably the size of the new downtown YMCA. It's a 24-hour strip club. It's over on the Illinois side cuz where the laws are a little bit different. So Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, they have like multiple levels and stages and it's um if you if you prefer adult entertainment of the of the gentleman club variety it is definitely one that in st louis is is known as a destination spot. wow okay so, well that's good to know i have i have some really good bachelor party stories about <laughs> just one one of my one of my fraternity brothers just got just got obliterated by a uh, an exotic dancer uh, they pulled all like the bachelors because it's also it's a huge place i have all these bachelor parties right so they pull the bachelors up there and they just annihilate them you know <laughs> just beat the living shit basically out of them and what you gonna do it's a stripper right you know yeah. just beat the living crap out of him so anyway that's i'm going down a dark path and we're gonna you, stop you, you that sure right are now. you sure are <laughs> So, so that's all that's been announced so far. I assume we are going to see a little bit more uh, announced probably yeah. well, this we, week. We got, we got a lot. We got a lot of. We have a no tag team matches announced. Remember, they having the tournaments, both Ticket to Ride tournaments starting uh, this month, and because they're ending at Die Hard Two as a Christmas movie, so we got two months here to get them all in. So, I'm assuming eight participants. Unless they do that last month of Die Hard's Christmas movie, they do a double night. So, because if you have if you have eight participants, you have four matches, and then you'll have two matches the next month, mm-hmm. and then you'll have the the finals at the uh, of each <clears throat> at uh, Die Hard. But then again, if you think about it, there, you know, I don't know because it's like. You can't fit in like twelve matches just for the tournament above what's already there. I don't know. It'll be it'll be very interesting to see. Uh, it doesn't specifically say if any of these matches are part of the tournaments either. Yeah, they 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 did not, and I think that's very much a good thing because um, you, you're leaving it open. Kenny Alfonso definitely doesn't need to have a match because he's got the buy. So this is definitely a grudge match. This is definitely not right. a part of the good for thing. him, right? And you've got you got the you got the title match is separate, right? Okay, but you know, I don't know. There's going to be a lot more now. Six with us will be we'll we'll, we'll have uh, Walter and or DJ on uh, sometime coming up here before uh, freaks come out at night. So we'll get a little more into it. I, I do want to make a quick little mention though before we move on about Everett Connors. How over is Everett Connors right now? Uh, like the sun. You know, I mean, I mean, he blown up in GCW as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I know at their the emo night show, which is the perfect show for him today. You know, that he got 
got, <laughs> he, he got he got he got banged you know he got jumped by a group of guys you know uh, uh yeah go watch it he yeah uh he got banged uh he's been doing a lot of things with his girlfriend which is great uh, he's been all these interviews now he's really getting over he was on not sam wrestling like like this past weekend so i mean kudos to everett and for people recognizing because yeah this guy has got it and he's not your prototypical wwe style guy so sometimes it's harder for them to come up you know but i think with the emergence of gcw which we're going to talk a lot more on thursday about mm-hmm. uh, i think it gives guys like him more of a platform and he's ever capturing it and people just like we fell in love with him and you specifically really got you know fanboyed out on him yeah He's getting over like a son of a bitch. I love well, it. and he was just happened to be on the last episode of Danhausen's vlog. Love that Danhausen, which right. I really, really love the name of that because it makes me automatically think of the the 1989's Batman. You know, love that Joker, love that Danhausen. <laughs> you know, it's just. Yep. Anyway, he was on there. Those two have known each other for a long time, and it just shows you, like, you know, hard work pays off. It definitely does, and this right. this kid's got it. He doesn't have the the typical look. Who cares? But man, he can go. Yeah. He always wears these damn jumpsuits and all these things. He wore a damn snowsuit in almost hundred degree weather. Like <laughs> so funny. That was that was so insane. I, I don't know what he's gonna wear at a Halloween themed show. Who knows, right? Oh, I cannot wait. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I could totally I no see idea. him dressing up as Britney Spears from Oops, I Did It Again. Um, you know, in the, the, the full red or no, 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 that's no, not that I, one. That's, I, I that's know what you one. mean. Yeah. Like I could totally see him that or, or the schoolgirl outfit. And I think that'd be absolutely hilarious. Wrong at every level. And that's why it'd be perfect. I mean, yeah, I'm just like, I'm like, I don't know. If, I mean, I love me some of cars. I don't know if I want to see skin tight red Lycra or latex. Um, I mean, I mean, Hey, you see, uh, you do you boo, but, uh, It'll be interesting to see. Well, to your point, you know, I think that, and like I said, we're going to talk more about, you know, we, we, we've been diving a lot more into other indies as well. And we're going to get into GCW and the whole thing uh, on our next show. Because with AEW adjusting their schedule for the opening of the NHL season, you know, we're, we're basically shifting the AEW talk to this, this episode. We're going to talk about Rampage in just a moment. And so... Thursday show is going to be more of our wrestling roundabout for the next couple weeks. So we want to talk more about that. But uh, there are some things I want to get to. You know, I think that just for a spoiler with GCW, some other things out there. I think that more, if you want to call them alternative guys like Danhausen, like Everett Connors, Warhorse and stuff, have that opportunity. Effie have that opportunity to be themselves mm. and get over. So we'll get into it. Now I did make mention. So like I said, quick little scheduling adjustment for the next couple of weeks here, because like I said, so starting uh, this week, really, we're going to be shifting AEW primarily to this episode here. Uh, this weekend is going to be rampage and Saturday night dynamite in Miami. So we'll talk about that next Tuesday. Thursday is going to be Wrestling Roundabout. We'll talk about Impact. They had their women's pay-per-view over the weekend. GCW had two pay-per-views. A bunch of stuff going on there. And some other things happen. But let's still go ahead and do the numbers like we usually do on to, on Tuesdays, Jamie. And then we'll talk about Rampage a little bit. All right. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it to it. All right. 
So this was a down week for wrestling. Only one show, one show went up in ratings. And it's mm-hmm. definitely not the show you think. <laughs> or what? Or want. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, I am talking about the flagship, the three-hour marathon of sports entertainment. Yes, Monday Night Raw is because of the draft. It it, it went up from 1709 yeah. to 1.857. So a cool, damn near 150,000 people. That's solid. Yippee skippy. Yeah, it sucks, but it was solid. Um, NXT went down again steadily. They they keep going down about the same amount each time. They were at 655. They went down to 632. So they lost 23,000 people. So they just keep losing. I read that. Yeah, I read that the USA execs were are not excited about that, but they're not worried that they believe in the edgier format and like the long they you know, believe in like the promotion which good for them i That's i watched a, i tried to watch a little bit of it and it's just i don't know just i think it's because i have such love for what nxt was you know pre-usa network and like you know when it first came out it's just it's just not the same what to each of their own yes yes um Impact or sorry, AEW went down almost a hundred thousand people, which is very surprising because they've been putting out a pretty solid product. Mm-hmm. Um, it went down from 1.152 to 1.503, so 99,000 people. So, I'll be interested to see what happens this week with Saturday show. I'm very, very concerned. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's gonna get, I don't think it's gonna do, I don't think it's gonna get over a million. Oh, I no. really, don't. I, I mean. They the so far the only thing I've seen truly announced for the Saturday show was what Bobby Fish and Brian Danielson. I think that was I've got it written down okay. here. We're, we're talking about Rampage in a second, and they they previewed the show. Okay, you know you're going, to, you're going up against college football. We agree Saturday night's a better night than Friday night with Rampage's time slot, but I don't have the highest of hopes for the next couple of weeks, mm-hmm. rating wise. Then Impact went down as well. They went down four thousand people. From 115 okay, right. to 111, so not terrible. Not terrible, especially, you know, I know it's not big figures. Maybe deal sucks. Uh, yes. <laughs> but percentage-wise, that's not terrible. Yes. Then SmackDown went down from 2.252, which was the first night of their draft, into non-draft time, to 2.147. So they lost over 100,000 people. So it was pretty across the board there with the, you know, any of you impact, you gotta, you know, look at the ratio pretty across the board there. Similar dip for almost everybody except for raw. Yeah. So far. Yeah. But the biggest loser, unfortunately was rampage. Mm. And I know you're going to get into that in just a second, but they went, we're going to talk about why in a second for they sure. They went down from 622 to 502. Ouch. Their lowest rating for a ramp. Well, the time slot doesn't help, but how was the card? Let's talk about the card. So, okay. Truth be told, I mean, it was a wrestling. Yeah. It is is it, it is better than what's put on the screen for uh, Monday Night Raw? A hundred percent. But it wasn't that. It wasn't that memorable. 
be honest with you. So they open CM Punk Daniel Garcia, right? They're leaning hard into CM Punk on Rampage. I think they're they're using him to try and boost whatever they can rating wise, which I get it. I don't know if that's the best strategy because like we've talked about here, it's time for CM Punk to do more things than just be CM Punk the hype machine, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you got the big pop, right? You got the big stuff coming out. You had a couple great matches to get going. Yeah, he wants to work with young guys. Cool. He's a talent. Use him like any other talent. Right. It's, it's that time. They've already, I mean, Adam Cole, they did it pretty much immediately, right? They're starting to do it with Danielson already, also. They're doing it with Ruby Soho. Hey, Ruby. You know, she was on Elevation last night. So it's, it's time to move around. So uh, Daniel Garcia. Mr. Rampage, which interestingly enough, he tweeted out yesterday. I didn't I didn't catch this. He's seven and seven, his record. He lost this. Yeah, of course CM Punk won. He won via uh Anaconda Vice. He won by submission, by the way. Interesting. It was actually a very entertaining match. Just wasn't very captivating because it's like whatever. Yeah. And here's here's the thing. Dan Garcia tweeted about this. He's seven and seven. All seven of his losses have been on either Dynamite or Rampage. Interesting. Yeah, for a guy who's as hot a commodity as he is, he really is. I mean, he's everywhere else. He's doing, like, every weekend he's doing indie shows all over the place. Yeah. You know, whether that be upstate New York where he's from or, you know, Chicago, St. Louis, he's done some stuff, you know, all over the place. He has not won except on Dark and Dark Elevation, so. Hmm. Hmm. There's got to be a plan behind it. 100%. That's how they started. Then they then they kind of leaned into uh, Dante Martin, which this part I did love. So Dante Martin's doing the backstage promo with Leo Rush and Matt Seidel, who apparently is, you know, hopping on board the Leo Rush, whatever stable thing he's got going on here. Cool. Love this, because this, this is the flippy spinny shit stable, okay? <laughs> That's what this is. And I'm all about that. So, you know, He's kind of, you know, pumping up Dante and doing all this stuff. And Seidel interrupts. It says that Leo is a junk bond salesman. If he's trying, basically trying to like downplay Dante Martin, right? You know, kind of, he's, he's kind of like negging uh, Leo, right? You know, uh, whatever. And Leo's like, all right, I, I get you. I hear you. Well, here's what I'm going to do for you. I'm going to give you a platform to show me what you're all about. So I suggest that next week you get ready because you're going to be going up against CM Punk. And that is your main event next rampage is CM Punk versus Matt Seidel. Interesting. That could actually be really fun it to watch. It is. And I like it too. It's going to be super fun to watch. It's going to be so cool. But I really like it because that sets up a thing with maybe Leo and CM Punk, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe this is how you kind of get CM Punk into a regular storyline finally, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, anyway, it started that up. But then you have the tag team title match, the Acclaim versus the Lucha Bros. Acclaimed is great. Lucha Bros we love. This is actually a really short match. Lucha Bros, of course, won. Yeah. I did not expect it to be this short of a match. It was almost a squash match, ironically enough. Uh, Lucha Bros, by the way, undefeated in 2021. I didn't realize that. but Yeah, there you go. Uh, Together. Together. I'm not surprised by that because they're kind of amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're definitely amazing. But as a tag team, they're undefeated in 2020. Mm. 
So. Fair. Jade Cargill versus Sky Blue was next. Um, and this was kind of a squash mash too. Sky Blue had a couple. It, it, it wasn't necessarily like the typical Jade Cargill come out, flex for like two minutes and move, move, done, right? So Sky had some offensive there, but it wasn't a very long man. Mm. It wasn't WWE short. <laughs> uh, I'm going to talk about that quite a bit on Thursday, FYI. Ooh. So, oh, I have, I have, I have thoughts about. Mm, okay, but this was this was not not an incredibly long match, and I was a little disappointed. I want I wanted to see more of Sky Blue. I know she's still kind of greenish, right? Although she's been around for a little bit, still kind of green. We know how green Jade still is. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Jade, of course, wins. Um, and afterwards, this is this is the good part about it. She starts beating up Sky Blue some more. Here comes Thunder Rosa with a chair. Steel chair which was used against her in the triple threat the week before, yep. right? So they're continuing this here. I think that this serves as the filler, like I said, for Thunder Rosa. I don't believe Rosa's going to be going up against... Brit. Brit, thank you. Words uh, at full gear. I think, like like everybody suggested, it's going to be maybe early next year. Revolution. I think that this is the filler for her, which is good for Jade. To be honest, makes sense. So next week on uh, Rampage, so you've got CM Punk versus Matt Seidel. Also announced was Ruby Soho, a Ruby versus the Bunny, mm. and uh, which is ironic because they were just Ruby was just on Allie's vlog last. Yeah, week. doing Oreos. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. Uh, drop that cafe. Let's go. Uh, and then you have the Inner Circle versus the Men of Year with Junior Dos Santos. That is happening on Rampage Friday night, and then Dynamite, which is happening on Saturday is Malachi Black versus Dante Martin. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> Brian Danielson versus Bobby Fish. Uh, the Lucha Bros against in, in, in putting up the AAA tag titles versus quote, a mass tag team known only to Andrade. Speculation begin. Do you think it's going to be Fuego Del Sol and his brother? <laughs> That'd be hilarious, but no, no idea. That would be great. It's going to be somebody, it's Triple A. Yeah. We saw from Triple A. I thought it was going to be Laredo Kid and Hijo uh, uh, Del Vikingo, yeah. who I was telling you about. But Vikingo's not masked. So, I mean... Graham Metalik? Because he just got released uh, a while ago. I mean, it could be. Did Lince get released as well, right? Uh, what's his name? Definitely did. Um, um, Kalisto. Kalisto's out there. Kalisto did. I think it's going to be somebody that's currently in AAA. I mean, this is happening in Miami. There is there is, there is, is a good Latin presence there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, you know, I don't want to speculate too much. Somebody, Some people were talking about, like, Rush and, you know, some other stuff. And I'm like, eh, I think Rush is hurt, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Um but I don't know. It, it could be. It could be anybody. I just like. I like the intrigue, mystique behind it. I really hope it. it I was really hoping for, Akingo and Laredo Kid. That is a because, good idea, though. I, it still might be. I mean, I mean, Vikingo has worn masks 
out to the ring and taking them off before. So, I mean, there's that. They did fight each other. They're part of that triple threat at uh, Triple Mania this year. Lorino Kid's been on Impact a lot recently. One last week on the BTI, by the way. And, you know, El Vikingo, or Hijo del Vikingo, I, I always, I short, El Vikingo is technically his father. El Vikingo is, he's Hijo del Vikingo. Anyway, we'll see what happens. Tell us down below. Give us an idea. You follow AAA. Do you have an idea who you might be? Do you think it's going to be some of these XWWE guys? Or is it going to be just somebody else wearing a mask? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the good brothers wearing a mask or something. I'm not them, but you know what I mean? Something like that. Who, who do you think? And then they're also going to... Uh, they're going to announce the AEW World Title Eliminator Tournament rack. So that is, again, going on. Finals are at full gear. That's going to be a yearly thing now that they're doing every year. So they're going to announce who's in that tournament. So, main event was Ricky Stark versus Brian Cage in a Philly street fight. This was more fun than I thought it was going to be because we're not, you know, everybody knows our thoughts on Ricky Starks and Team Taz and the whole thing and Free Brian Cage and what have you. <laughs> yeah. This was more fun than I thought, except it ended it just the way you thought it would. Hook comes out, Hobbs comes out, they get in, Brian fights them off, they end up doing something dirty behind the scenes, even though it's a street fight after the, after all, and it starts wins. Boo. <laughs> I mean, overall, there's... I think there's definitely... There's highs and lows to ramp. And it's tough to do an hour show that's basically a dark show. Mm. You know what I mean? You're not wrong. But let me ask you this. Here's the question I want to present to you. Okay. There are things that can improve ramping. We kn- time slot. We know that. Okay. We've talked about that quite a bit. So, all right. Time slot aside, right? There are things that can be improved upon. Extending it out two hours, making it its own separate show. Bringing in somebody from another company, like, I don't know, Will Ospreay, who recently has signed with, to, to have a working partnership with MLW. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on ways that we can improve? And that's a whole other story. We should probably tackle that separately. But what, that, what are your thoughts? Are, is there a way to improve upon Rampage? Do they need to? Or is just having a, a an extra hour on TV good enough? Um, I definitely think it, it could use a better time slot, as we all know. I think, though, one of the things it probably could do to be more successful, be two hours and be a little bit more woman-centric. You know? Okay. You know, I think it, I think it would be good, you know, since since there is going to be a second women's title that it makes kind of sense that you have both titles beyond both places or whatever you want to do, but you could definitely make rampage. Definitely, definitely more like Brits show, you know, or, or Thunder Rosa's show or something like that, where, you know, they hold the coins like the elite own dynamite, like, the, it's it's the elites show. It really is, and I think if they want more women centric, 
have more than one women's match a freaking night. Maybe, maybe, maybe yeah. they, may, not necessarily like four to one or five to one women. Not like a straight like women's show, no, like wow no, or yeah, something no, like no, that. No. Like 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 a healthy mix, like three and three. You know, three women's matches, three men's matches. You know, so you have every other, and then you flip flop who's got who's got the. Uh, uh, main event is if it's gonna be a woman or a man and and you know one it makes it a lot more equal it gives a lot of your women more tv time to get them over and it's one of those things like it, on tv and everything you know women are way more over than a lot of the men right now brit is the most over woman in all of wrestling right now um and I, I really think that she's more over than most of the men out there. I think, I think there's only a handful of men that are more over than her, and she happens to be dating one of them. Well, yeah, I mean, there. I'm not going to get into the whole discussion about that because there are, there are la- there are levels and layers to that. Mm-hmm. Someone pointed out the fact that in that very same discussion online yesterday was going on that. Oh, by the way, Dana Brooke has twice as many followers as Britt does. Yeah, but that's so. So you say that she's the most over person, and it's like, well, there's levels and things there. People have other stuff, and there's different. You know, I agree with you that she's probably the one of the most recognizable women right now. Uh, but I don't. I don't want to say that she's more over than you know every or so so far. So far beyond over as opposed to like Thunder Rosa or Ruby, who's got a good following mm-hmm. or some of these other women like uh, that. Well, too. I, I, um, I get the following, but what I'm saying is, is from a wrestling standpoint, followers are great from the positioning they've made for yeah, her. I hear you, but yes. I mean, followers are great, but Dana Brooke just had a, a one minute and 22 second match against Shayna Baszler. Okay. Well, I, 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 I know. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> You know, followers are great, but here's the thing. When Britt Baker's music hits, that crowd goes nuts. Just like when Thunder Rosa's hits, they go nuts. They do it for mm-hmm. the man. They do it for Sasha Banks. They, you know, they, they they started to wane on Bailey, but Bailey got him back. You know, it's one of those things. Like, right now in wrestling, the fans want to see Britt Baker on their TV screen. I'm sure. Yeah, I absolutely you. do. She's yeah, the most yeah. over woman in that aspect. Followers, whatever. I, I, I'll give you that. Okay. Well, I'm just, I just, I just. The reason I even bring that up here is, I just, I would hate. I don't think they will do. That. I hate to see them go the path of what's become of the WWE women's division, where you have Charlotte, Becky, Sasha, mm-hmm. and, and, and a bunch of other bitches. Basically. Well, and the. Th- no offense to any of them. That's the way they're treated. Well, and this, that's that that that's the worry I have when you put all your eggs in the Britt Baker basket. That's not a very structurally sound basket. No, I like no, 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 no. And you're absolutely right. But the thing is, is they got to build them up on TV too. Like the thing is, is well, yeah. dark and yeah. dark elevation are great platforms to have all of your own talent. But you got to grow these people on TV in order to make them successful. Like you have a good core of young women wrestlers that could be very, mm-hmm. very good in the very near future. T- Ty Conti, Anna Jay, you have Shit, Jade Cargo, who's been getting the screen time. Yes. Could use a little bit more match time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, and that's the thing, you like, know, if, if, if you're able to cultivate that, then you're able to build up the 
anti-Brit, and then you could have the the, the meteoric rise of somebody, the Daniel Bryan yes movement women's style, you know, going mm-hmm. against the Brit, you know, and and I think that would that would pay off. But you have to give them TV time and one match a, a week or two matches total a week, and one of them is going to be de- designated to one of their main top four women that you see all the time. It, it's not beneficial to them. So I, th- I feel like it has to I'm go that you. way. You know, it just, it makes a lot of sense. Will it get the, the, the viewership? I believe so, because you can still, you still have one marquee women's match there of, of some of, they know, and then you build them up. Like Goldberg didn't start out as Goldberg. He, what he started out as a mid Carter. He was on the first hour of WCW for half of his, half of his six months undefeated yeah. street. Yeah. You know, and it's just one of those things that, you have to build them up, but you have to do it on TV. And YouTube's a great avenue, but it's not TV. It's different. And I think if they did that, did on a Saturday mm-hmm. or something like that, I feel like the viewers would be there. I'm with I'm with you. I we both are giant proponents of, of women's wrestling in general. Yeah. You know. And please negate my earlier comments about the uh, east side of St. Louis uh, in regards to this conversation. Um I think that I think that yes that would be wise would that would that translate to big views not initially it flat out to be honest with you flat out would and that's kind of the business side I'm looking at because that's the things you got when, when I'm thinking about this here yes Brett Baker's got the views got all this stuff you know Ruby Soho's got a lot of a lot of passionate fans to her. Thunder Rosa's got a big following. She, plus, she knows everybody because she's been working at all these other stuff and then things like that. Ty Conti's got a big social media following. You know, mm-hmm. those things help because it's like what is going to translate to getting more eyes on the screen. Therein lies the problem: is that at the end of the day, number of people that watch wrestling right now is a finite number. Mm-hmm. There's some wiggle room and some fluctuation there, and you can pick some up. But to get new eyes on the screen, you need something different. You need something new. You need, like you said, more women would be a great idea. I think ultimately, though, the fix for Rampage, content aside, is that... And we, and we, okay, we, we, know, we know the time slot, right? But I think that having it basically be dark but on TV is the, is the detriment to the end product of Rampage, mm-hmm. right? Because think about how, mu- how electric the first ride was, you know, when you had the live show in Chicago, the, the, the crowd at the United Center just so amped for CM Punk. And it carried through. The rest of that card was whatever. It was a block card, right? Mm-hmm. It didn't matter because that that whole night was electric because of CM Punk being there. Period. End of sentence, right? So, I think that you need to have it as its own show. Shot as its own show. And I know that that's the production. There's dollars in production. I get that, right? I understand. That's second set of tickets. Cool. I, I understand that. But we've been to the we've been to these tapings and we're going to one here in november and to go to a dynamite show which is two hours solid plus you've got dark around it so there's some dark now you're shooting additional stuff it ends up being about four hours that you're there at least Mm -hmm. right with all the extra stuff they do before and after 
it ends up being it, it's taxing by the time you get to those last matches you just want to go home sometimes you're just so tired mm-hmm. right i remember when we when we, we would go to wwe tapings they did they did like the, the mixed match challenge at the time and then they did 205 live and then it, it by the time i got 205 live we were just like who gives a fuck let's just go you know mm-hmm. so i feel like you lose that energy in the crowd and it's so obvious when it's taped there's spoilers out there the product is better when it's a, its own show and i know that there's money behind that for production but i think that you make it two hours you make it an hour and a half right you feature more women whatever you want to do with that but you make it its own separate show you make it live mm-hmm. maybe that's a second traveling show I know, I know I'm asking Tony Khan to buck up another $100 million, right, for that. I think, though, that that is how you succeed in getting Rampage to the level you want it to be. you got to do two shows. You've got the roster now. You've got the buzz. This kind of dark on TV is cool and all. It's not gonna. It's not gonna get you more than seven hundred thousand at most. But it's not really dark because I mean, look at the matches they've rolled out on this thing. They've had some bangers. Well, the matches that are good, though. I mean, but it's shot like a dark episode. Is what I'm saying. And occasionally, I know, like this this coming next few weeks here, it's, it's live, right? Mm-hmm. And around pay per views, they do them live. Cool, right? But for the most part, it's shot as as a dark matches around dynamite tape. Dynamite. Mm-hmm. That's why I call it dark on TV. It's not, yeah, the matches are good. You got CM Punk in there. You've got, I mean, CM Punk versus Matt Seidel. Hello. Yes, yeah, sign me up for that, right? But you're going to shoot that after you've shot everything for Dynamite live, and then you're going to shoot, uh, you know, that's, that's what I thought. Mm. I don't know. You guys let us know. What are you what are your fix? Is there is there a way to fix Rampage? Does it need to be fixed? Or is it fine just being an, an ancillary product like Dark and Dark Elevation? I think regardless, they gotta have something more for the women, period. Yeah. From watching this past weekend for impact of what they're doing right with all the women stuff. I remember we talked about this where it started, and the the the, the short term is not hard to figure out, AEW. Two women's matches a show. That's the bare minimum. That's easy to start off. No, no All right. Well, well, we went off the rails a little bit there. Um, <laughs> we did. <laughs> that's, that's interesting, though. But yeah, tell us what you guys think. Give us a comment down below. Is there a way to fix Rampage? Is there? Is it just? It's just gotta keep chucking along, and things will get better. Or. You know, we know time slot shit, but, you know, what are your thoughts? Give us some thoughts. Give us a comment down below. Give us a tweet at Total Spot Fest. Um, last thing, Will Ospreay, like I said, you know, that opens the door for, because he's going to work with MLW. That opens the door for, I mean, there was a guy that just signed over at MLW called Bobby Fish, and he's now all elite. So mm-hmm. is this pretty much guarantee we're going to see Ospreay and AEW? In 2022. Oh, I feel like it, especially since he just talked a bunch of shit on freaking Kenny Omega. Said he'd embarrass him. <laughs> Quote, unquote. I'll, I would embarrass him. I'm like, damn. And he's probably right, because he is amazing. I mean, that's the stuff we want to see. That's the stuff we want to see. We'll see him and, we'll see him and Kenny, him and Brian Danielson, him and Adam Cole. Let's fucking go. Him and Hangman. Yeah. Him and Jungle Boy. Just keep lining them up. 
I think he was shooting, he was shooting on CM Punk too. If I'm not, he shot on CM Punk. He also shot on Chris Jericho. He he just shot, he <laughs> shot on all of them. He's just like pow 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 pow. So give me a contract. Let's go. <laughs> well, well, there you go. All right. Well, that's what we got. We'll be back on Thursday uh, for our wrestling roundabout. Like I said, we do have a Impact pay per view over the past week in the Knockouts Knockdown. All women. All the time, everywhere. Commentary, referees, all women. It was it's actually a really good pay-per-view. We're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about GCW. I'm gonna get I wanna get into a GCW with you there because we 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 were chatting earlier about this and there's there's things with GCW happening that are it feel like it feel like you know early movement or you know beginning of the movement style thing. We'll talk about that more. Uh, plus whatever's going on in the wrestling world. We'll be back on Tuesday with our AEW Total Show. So we've got Friday Night Rampage this week and then Saturday Dynamite. They should be good shows. they got some good stuff on there. Let's see how they do ratings-wise. Let's see if that matters or not to your average Joe out there. But we will be back with that. We'll give you more updates as the card keeps coming along for Journey Pro's Freaks come out at night. Like I said, tickets still available. JourneyProKC.com. Go get your tickets. Get yourself a costume. Join us. It's gonna be a good time. So, Jamie, anything else you wanna you wanna get to? No, man. That that was a that was a good show. Love the Howlets. That's all I gotta say about them. Hashtag heel shit. All right, Jamie. Well, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for watching. We do appreciate it. We will see you next time. Jamie, take us home. All right, ladies and gentlemen. If you're not down to spot fest, I got three words for you. Howlets for life. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Peace.